Hello and welcome to Great Podcast Congratulations with Andy and Kieran. My name's Andy. I'm eating a biscuit. And this is Kieran. He's eating a biscuit. So he needs a little sugar pick-me-up, don't you? I'm a big guy. Yeah. We've had another one now where we, we, we don't have a guest, but I don't know if guests are that crucially necessary. But I think uh, the listeners will, will decide that for themselves and let us know, I suppose. Yeah, I think the optics of it are probably quite bad. Um, I think my uh, is we, it? we we look like losers. I've just seen that you're wearing the eye patch. <laughs> also, something optics. that's completely. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by optics. Something that's completely lost on listeners is the fact that Andy's decided to wear an eye patch for this uh, episode. I just want to mix it up, you know. We record this in my flat, and I just don't want to approach it feeling like I'm in my living room. Yeah, so you the know? eye patch is like your way of dressing up. It's yeah, like you're going out for dinner. Exactly. It was you. I don't think it's possible to wear an eye patch if you don't usually and then think just normal stuff's happening, you, you know? If you did wear an eye patch on the reggae, you would wear a second eye patch to do this, to, to get the same vibe? No, because then I wouldn't be able to see. You Are you talking swap- about on both? I might put a, like a different spangly one on. Oh. Like I would probably have a day-to-day eye patch, mm. just like a plain black one. And then maybe like like an evening wear eye patch see, as well. See, that's crazy to me because I feel like... That's crazy to you. Because <laughs> <laughs> black is, you know, that's more evening wear. That's saying that, you know, it's it's, you know, with your little black dress, your little black eye patch, it's smart it's chic it's stylish yeah but you know well it's dependent on the party we're going to you know Mm. like obviously if it's black tie you wear a black eye patch yeah obviously that's crazy but i'm thinking you know um maybe i'm going out somewhere it's a bit more glittery a bit more flamboyant have you a bit more of a liberace eye patch have you thought about maybe playing with textures you know something a leather number or um uh, maybe something with ruffles. No, I would love that. But you know, I think what holds me back on really experimenting with eye patches is that I rarely wear them, mm. and it's quite disorienting. Yeah. Um, and even even now, having worn it for a couple of minutes, you regret it. Well, I can feel one of my eyes working very hard, <laughs> and the other one. The thing is, your eye doesn't stop being able to see when you put an eye patch on, mm. but it's just like it's confused. It's your eye that's beneath the eye patch open wide open wow like why would i because it's like muscle oh oh i just flashed it and that's that was really just that was horrible um but you know like you you have to like tense a muscle to close your eye you know i'm not trying to do exercise right now Mm. so i'm just looking straight ahead it's really indicative of the kind of activity level (laughs) (laughs) it really speaks to the the activity levels that you undertake day to day that you're like if i close one eye that is strenuous exercise no i just mean like that is using a muscle you know like in a dream world i would be floating in one of those like deprivation tanks (laughs) at all times is that how you'd be at what optimal level podcasting uh no no that would be terrible level for podcasting but as a human being yeah in terms of what like how i feel all of the time (laughs) i would love to be in a deprivation tank i think I think that probably make me panic being in one of those things. I, I think, you know, this might be counterintuitive and, and some deprivation tank users might think that this is sort of sacrilege. Yeah. But in a dream world, I think I'm in the deprivation tank with Wearing my phone. No, no, with my phone. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think if I'm in the deprivation tank with my phone, that's ideal. Do you think it, it's... Have you ever seen the um, the film The Fly with Jeff Goldblum? I, 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 I've, I know it. I, I've, I don't think I have watched it because it's one of those films where, like, it's so I get it. Culture, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I think I know everything that happens in that film. It's nonetheless it. very good. But my, that my worry is that you would go into the deprivation tank with your phone and you would sort of become the phone. You would be so... Yeah, I would come out of it just doing, like, TikTok dances. <laughs> like, it's become... It's become too That's entrenched in my mind. Them. That's yeah, how they yeah, make yeah. the influences. Yeah. If you push both my arms to my side at the same time, I take a mental picture. <laughs> Zuckerberg's just got like an army of, you know, deprivation tanks. Yeah. He's sort of like pushing people into. And- have you seen Google have got this new thing? Because with VR, they're trying to work out like, how can you walk around in VR without like bumping, bumping into in. shit? Yeah. So I saw Google have got this like floor thing that's full of like rollers that can go omnidirectionally and you can just walk in stasis on it. And also you could have another person on it walking in a completely other direction and you're both just like staying exactly there. And that really creeps me out. I don't like it. <laughs> but I can also see like 40 years in the future just having a room where that's the floor in there. Are you going to be sick? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise that would affect you so oh, much. Decisions of the future. <laughs> no, just ate a biscuit and some beans. I'm conscious as well. I've put the eye patch on the side that you're sat on, mm. which kind of makes it harder for me to look at you. Yeah. Well, you know, we could just do a whole Eyes Forward podcast. I mean, maybe that would be better for the for the vibe we've got to keep in mind as well not to just show our crotches to the camera because as someone that's been editing a lot of the clips yeah i've been sat right in the middle for a lot of these podcast recordings and anyone that has watched our clips might be aware yeah that there's just like it's just staring down a gorge into my groin at all times every time i'm on camera so i'm I'm going for a bit of a crossed leg off center sit this time okay um Um, as i'll try to just going forwards yeah I mean, I'm wearing... you got nice dungies on. My dungies, my lilac dungies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny that you, like, contend with all these adult problems <laughs> of, like, paying rent and the stress of your job that you do. My highfalutin And, like, the job. world getting on top of you. And the whole time you're wearing lilac dungies, <laughs> which you refer to as lilac dungies. <laughs> It's like um, pissing in the wind, really, isn't it? It's like, um, like this is my my little... No, not my white flag. My this, is your, this is your cry for help, do you mean? I think it's my... my, my there will be no lilac <laughs> dungies but my door. In much the same way um, Rage Against the Machine were raging against a um, machine, if you don't pardon my saying so, these uh, no. lilac dungies are my rage against the machine. Yeah, yeah. So so society is telling you, you're a grown man, don't wear lilac dungies. And you're saying, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> this is your I, I, own I, I, scream I, into the I, void, is it? I'm actually saying, please stop talking to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why people are so mm. enthused to talk to you. You're wearing lilac dungies. Oh, they always want me to do something. Um, we need to think, we need to have some, uh, I think a couple more kind of uh, punchy little chats would be good. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't have one planned. <laughs> you turned around to me like you were... Have you ever pooped your pants? Because you know I've done it loads, but I'm not actually sure if you've got any poop in your pants stories. I don't think I've ever full-on pooped in my you pants. You've never fully done it. No, I'm... 
even in lilac dungies, which would be sort of hard to get off. Yeah, know, true. Um, I'm just very adept, very aware of my own body. I did nearly poop my pants when I got in yesterday. Did you? Um, but... And then you decided, you know what, I'm going to use the toilet. I had to do one of those <laughs> <It was> really... <laughs> <laughs> I had to do one of those bad... You know when you're like on your road and you know your house is like just moments yeah, away? Yeah, that's when it gets the worst it could possibly oh, be. Oh my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. But you have to sort of march, but you can't go too fast. You can't go too slow. Yeah. So you're just sort of doing this weird sort of like Ric Flair kind yeah. of strut. Um but I, yeah, did, no. I did that the other week, you know, because I, I pooped myself quite a few times at university, mm. uh, three times, I think, and um, I hadn't, hadn't come close to it for ages. Triple crown. But a couple of weeks ago, I came the closest I've uh, ever come and, avo- and, st- and managed to avoid it. Yeah. Like, it was really rough. I've, I can't remember. I just had had some... I'd had a curry the night before. I was a bit hungover. And I was on a schedule of... Like I'm pretty regular, yeah. But I, I was, I wake up and I have a poo. Yeah, it's almost one of the first things I do. I make myself a coffee, and before I finish that coffee, I'm pooing. Um, and I got up this morning. I was hungover, post curry, uh, had my coffee, and then just hadn't it hadn't occurred to me I'm missing a part of the schedule, oh. and I had my little doggy with me. So I was like, I'm gonna take Sophie for a walk. God, we got. So there's some woods. Have you been to the woods? Doesn't matter. But, but I've been to woods. But the wood, it doesn't matter. I can picture woods. Well, there's some <laughs> nice, there's about 15 minute walk from the flat. There's these nice woods where I take the dog. And when we got to the woods, I thought we're going to have to make this loop around the woods pretty short because I'm knocking at the door. And then I get maybe five minutes later, I am like, half sprinting out of the woods because like the whole tone of everything has changed there's like so much urgency to this you can see colors but they're all brown and then we and yeah and there's a long there's like this long path out of the woods and as i'm coming up the path i'm thinking i might have to shit in the woods to the side i've done that before yeah but but the thing is i i thought that's a defeat you know but then I regretted not doing that because once you get out of the woods, you're on the road. Yeah, and then it's like and the road, the road is much less of a place they where you can really poo. Really suggest you don't do that. Yeah, yeah, they're really adamant about that. And so that 15 minute walk back down the road, I was I was openly begging. <laughs> I was like like out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, literally, I'm literally walking down the road, going, please, please, oh god, no, oh no. Like there were so many moments where I thought I'd lost it. <laughs> humiliating like oh it was de- it was crushing pathetic it was crushing and i i burst in the d- like like and then like i got i got in i managed it against all odds the dog's still walking around the flat with her lead on <laughs> like i'm like i walked in the door and was like go away <laughs> like i just <laughs> i just burst in i dropped everything <laughs> You know when like a kid gets undressed, <laughs> I was just there was just like a trail of like my coat and my scarf and things just all the way to the toilet, and it was just unreal. But I hadn't come that close my like for like ten years. Yeah, and you know I just got cocky. I think I thought I've, I thought I'd escaped that part of my life, but I it was absolutely it was crazy. It was you know that bit in uh, Game of Thrones where like Hordor gets his name where he's just holding the door shut. 
I've never seen Game of Thrones. Have actually. you not? No, no. There's a character in it. Hordor nearly shits his pants, does he? Well, there's a character in it called Hordor, mm. who only says Hordor. Right. And he's like a very large, sort of uh, mentally challenged man that carries around one of the uh, characters who's right. broken his back and can't walk. Okay. Uh, and then it turns out that Hordor can only say Hordor because when he was a young man, he was asked to, like, hold the door uh, against this, like, onrush of everything that killed his whole family. Oh. And it was, hold the door, hold the door, hold the door. Was that and what it- your brain was saying to your butt? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I felt like I only got through that because I had my own little intestinal hoardor. <laughs> who is now <laughs> mentally scarred to the point it can't think of anything else. I'm imagining there's a little guy in your head who's like pulling all the levers, you know, like, we yeah. need more men! <laughs> yeah, yeah. She won't hold, Captain! <laughs> they go like, Hordor can't take it anymore. He's going to lose his mind. And it's like, Hordor has to, for the good of the community. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it went, yeah. Nightmare. But, does it not make you feel alive? It, I still d- living and breathing. It was a very energising morning, but it was absolutely scarring. It was yeah. really devastating. And, you know, I, I think I, uh, it was just a, maybe a week or so after I'd, I'd split up with this girl I was seeing. <laughs> so you know how just like as you're going through your life, you're like, oh, something's happened. Oh, I'll tell her about it. Oh, right, yeah. You know, so I was like, oh, I don't even have anyone to tell that I came so close to death. I almost mm-hmm. wanted to be like, I know we split up, but isn't this crazy? <laughs> and it, no, I remember now I did do that. <laughs> Oh no! No, she just called me like a couple of days later and was like talking to me, and she was, and it was a very like sad conversation about like how are you doing? Yeah, I'm, you know, obviously things have been hard, and then like lots of long silences, and I was like, nearly shit my pants a couple of days ago, <laughs> thinking that, that it would be like fun to tell an anecdote, and she was just like, oh. 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 Yeah, you sort of completely misjudged the vibe, really, there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I do that a lot, yeah. No, I remember now that I did, yeah, sort of ruined this kind of, like, earnest post-breakup, <laughs> kind of, like, checking on each other. And I was, like, not willing to actually emotionally divulge how I'm feeling, but I'll tell you a funny story. <laughs> and she was like, this is why we split up. Yeah. <laughs> this is 100% oh, why oh, we split up. I'll completely close myself off. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs to be emotionally available when you've got stories? <laughs> do you want another story? Do I want another story? Do you remember that? Have I ever told you the story, like the really horrifying one about like the Jew, the dislocated leg? Why did you say the Jew and then you said the sorry, dislocated I, leg? Sorry, that does sound bad. <laughs> I stopped myself saying judo. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but now that you mention it, judo isn't a word you want to stop halfway through. Because <laughs> it really changes the message. <laughs> so the story is about a dislocated leg. Yeah. And judo. Wait, you can, you can't dislocate a leg. You can dislocate like a like, your hip, can't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, so I I don't know why this story bounces around my head, but it's very um, it's one of the most upsetting things I've ever heard. So it was a friend of my mum's, uh, uh, who was who was taking judo lessons. She's in her forties or something <clears> at the time, and she told me that at one of her judo lessons, this guy got flipped over and he just landed right wrong on his hip. And just like audibly dislocated, Ooh. like the whole thing out, right? But apparently the the instructor knew what you got to do in that situation is just pop it right pop back, it back in, in straight away. Because yeah, yeah, the yeah. longer it's out for, the more of a problem it is, yeah. right? So the instructor runs over, puts all of his weight on it, like prepares them for it and everything and boom, shoves it back in. And the guy screams, but like blood curdling, like an animal. 
like the worst thing you've ever heard. And apparently his ball was in the in the hole left by the dislocation. And when he shoved it back in, he fully burst the man's testicle. Um Yeah, and he was he just screamed for like twenty he was still screaming when the ambulance took him away. So anyway, welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm genuinely speechless by that. Yeah, like, isn't that one of the worst things you've ever heard in your life? Um, yeah, it's almost as bad as this. This guy was telling me that he nearly shits himself in the woods. It's not nearly as bad as that. <laughs> What's well, like? The, have you got any stories you've been told that are like the most? Because dis- I've got like two. I've got that and another one of like things that just, I, just stories I've heard or things that I've seen. Yeah, that have like. One that's that always without fail just shut up a party. Yeah, you know. I don't think I've got one as dramatic as that, but like a story that's always stuck with me was that um, uh, I, I went fishing once as a kid, and someone went, "Oh, you got to be careful when you you cast the the rod." Yeah, because yeah. Uncle So and So was behind uh the caster yeah and got the fish hook in his uh mouth or something and yeah yeah i mean that's hot yeah those things especially when you're young i remember is that the whole story oh yeah okay i, I, I didn't want to stop yeah. that is horrible isn't it yeah. it's not nice but i don't know it's got it's a patch on um i've <laughs> shattered your bollock <laughs> with your own bones <laughs> when i was in primary school this this fucked me up for such a long period of time i remember our, our like uh, the head teacher in like an assembly was having a like trying to encourage none of us to like fight even to play fight and he told us a story of a boy that he went to school with got karate chops in the neck and then his adam's apple like swelled up and he couldn't breathe and he had to have a biro shoved in his Right. Like immediately, tra- <laughs> yeah, like an immediate emergency tracheotomy. It sounds like such bollocks. Exactly, but like, <laughs> but you only realise it's bollocks later after spending your entire adolescence terrified anyone's going to hit you in the neck, <laughs> or like when you do get hit in the neck for five minutes afterwards, you're just like, <gasps> like something out of a just Stallone film or something. <laughs> it's just, it's fully you, the end of Roadhouse. You, you know, if I chop this guy in his neck, you'll swell up and die. But yeah. I spent my entire adolescence really concerned that someone would hit me in the neck and I would just like choke to death. No, my my story's sort of more traumatic, I think, than that. In that my, if I misbehaved, my dad would sort of drive me up the road and uh, point me at a building and tell me it was an orphanage. Really, <laughs> and, just and random he, buildings. And you'd go. So if you like misbehave, you'll just you'll just live there in the orphanage. <laughs> and it wasn't until like years later that I was like, how? That's just like a school. That's just a school up the road. <laughs> I spent the whole time being like, well, I guess I'll just go to the orphanage. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. I remember there was there was one house down the road from me when I was growing up that like was just unoccupied. And in the it, in retrospect, it was just an unoccupied house. Yeah. Well, obviously the stories that go around it. Yeah. Of like, you know, the things that happened in that house. Everyone just telling each other about all of the murders. And then you realise it's just a house no one lives in. We had a a guy who lived at the end of our road um, who I guess was just sort of like an old Turkish guy. Maybe he's like an Italian guy. But we all called him Toe Licker. 
<laughs> and the story of Tolika was that he was like a disgraced taxi driver who was unable to um, be a taxi driver anymore because he, he he would lick all of his fares, you know, like toes. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, and but it, he would almost play up to it in that, like, you know, if you kick a ball on his guard and he like came out and he got he like knifed the football to like oh, no, um, yeah. burst it, and, like you know, sort of. Uh, yeah. Classic, like you kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fun to have in the neighbourhood, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, one of those guys. There's another lady called Honey Monster. Sick. She just looked like the Sugar Puffs mascot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember there was there was a police woman who's like I think she might have even been like community support officer. Like we just I lived in a village like just outside of Crawley. And yeah. Crawley's rough, but the village is just it wasn't big enough to be rough. Yeah, you know, like the, there were rough kids there. But, like, y- your level of roughness is shaped by your environment, you know? And the roughest kid in the village is still just effectively a pussy. So the police the police didn't really have anything to do. It was just this one woman that... Every, I think her name was Diane, or we just all called her <laughs> Diane. And it was like, like that was the authority figure in the neighbourhood. It, it was a proper, like, Chief Wiggum level, like... Oh, she had some authority, like... She had... To, yeah, but she would, like, come... If we were, like, drinking in the park or something, she would come along... Just and, say, don't. And we would just, like, hide it. And she'd be like, what are you guys up to? And we'd be like, nothing, Diane. <laughs> <laughs> and she would just, like, wander off again. And if we ever got in trouble, we all said our name was... Mr. Black. Because that was our mate. <laughs> and he just... We just bullied him a lot. Oh man, we- Mr. Black, you're listening. Um, so I guess it sucks to be you. No, can we cut this out? Actually, he's a really good guy. <laughs> oh. He was a lovely dude, man. Oh. I want. I once. This is this is actually pathetic, but I remember at primary school, it was just such the done thing to bully Mr. Black. Oh, but I just didn't want. To, I like Mr. Black. Like we were mates, uh, but there was one instance where. Um, I, everyone was like egging me on to attack Mr. Black. So I chased him around a corner. And then once we got around the corner. I don't want to do this. No, once we got around the corner, I was like, can, when we come back, do you want to just like limp a bit? And then it just like, and then he was like, yeah, man, that would be, that would be great. (laughs) (laughs) And he was acting like I was doing a good thing. And I was like, I'm a prick. We're all such pricks. You are the only pure one among us. And we literally just walked back around and. Mr. Black. Just like, oh, oh, just pretending that I'd given him like a horrible dead leg. Oh, and it's just like, but, and that continued for like his entire school life. Yeah, maybe we will cut that bit out. That just yeah. sounds pretty horrible, doesn't it? He was a really outgoing, nice guy who wanted to make mates with everyone. And just everyone, <laughs> just everyone hated him <laughs> for like no reason. No real reason at all. He was a nice boy. But yeah, if we ever got in trouble with Diane, we would tell her that our name is Mr. Black. <laughs> uh, well, I'm gonna we we can cut around that bit. Yeah, we let's, can, we let's can play dub the his name. Game. Oh yeah, yeah. So I was thinking a good category for the alphabet game uh, this week would be uh, ways we can improve the podcast. Yeah, because we're always looking at that sort of stuff. And if you're playing along at home, um, I you know I guess um, shout loud enough that we'll hear in the past. Yeah. Is that how that works? I don't know. I'm listening out now to see if anyone says yes. Not quite. Yeah, I hope it doesn't affect us in the present because then we're just going to release this in a few weeks and I'm going to be going about my day and someone's going to be like, you guys should be more concise. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, stop it. Not now. This podcast isn't about anything. <laughs> <laughs> have you considered guests? <laughs> yes, we have. All the time. They don't want to be here. All of the time. Have we mentioned that? that? That's why we're doing this again is we've had another guy stand us up. 
Well, the, no, the thing is that I don't necessarily deeply believe that guests are always necessary. I think they're fun. Yeah. And help to like twist it up. And we always think of these little bits that we can do with yeah. the guests that we can't necessarily do with each other because we've thought of them kind of in tandem. Yeah. But I also like, I wouldn't mind it being half us, you know, half and half in general. Like, if we look a year in the future, if we've got, like, yeah. 50 episodes, it wouldn't bother me tremendously if 25 of them were just us talking, because you're my favourite person to talk to. That's nice. And and for you? <laughs> and for you? I would have to say you are in there. Yeah, thank you, mate. Definitely you, you are a person I talk to. Oh, we should play the alphabet game. Yeah, cool. <laughs> But you know, I I I think this podcast got especially with the whole like trying to get more representation and stuff because like I mean, how many double X out there are a quarter Mauritian? Yeah, I see. Know? I really wish you wouldn't say that because we're a quarter. I've been telling people I've been trying to book us in for gigs, saying we're a quarter Mauritian, and like, but I think that's a really good selling point for us is that we're how diverse we are, how diverse I am. Or as a double X, you know, we're we're a quarter Mauritian. Yeah, yeah. so I so I guess I'm. That I'm the I'm that bit. Well, you're you're half Mauritian, so together we're we're a quarter Mauritian, right? Yeah, and that's how you've been. And you're half Irish as well, aren't you? Well, I've got Irish. Um, you've got an Irish ancestry. Surname. Yeah, I would say my maybe it was my granddad's granddad. I don't know how many generations back, but it was around there. Someone called James Murphy came over from Ireland. Yeah. It's quite distant now, then, isn't it? Yeah. You know what's weird is that so many people, English people, have Scottish, Welsh, Irish kind of connections and ancestry. What are you, just all... Pure English. Yeah. Like, as far back as anyone knows, no one even tried to even go to Wales. I think that's what's giving us this, like, weird EDL vibe to the podcast that I'm really trying to, like, rally against. Right, okay, because I was consciously doing it on purpose. Yeah, you're... the the All of that... So listeners won't know this, but I spend probably about two to three hours editing around Andy saying Britain first, Britain first all the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, you want me to say Britain Britain second? <laughs> why would we... Why would Britain be second? That's crazy. <laughs> it's just really annoying when you're when you're constantly saying it like in the middle of an anecdote yeah yeah, yeah. like that Mr. Black one. Oh, when I said that repeatedly <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 no could we cut James out of yeah, it yeah. <laughs> or can we oh, dub- double cuts great <laughs> can we dub a fun name over him because I don't mind talking about that but I just think he's a lovely guy that doesn't need to be called out in a podcast but yeah so Alphabet Game should we uh, just play a few rounds of the Alphabet Game and call it you know this has been a nice little check in we'll do a little short one yeah um was there something that I needed to do? No, we're just going to do... Um, sh- let's do the alphabet, every other letter. Oh. Okay. Starting with A. With B? Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, was, it was one of those. Okay. Do you want to start with B or A? B. I was just thinking if we started with A, we don't involve Z. Oh, yeah. Nice, 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 nice. You know, that start, was my only thinking. with A. Uh, so this is ways that we can make the podcast better. Yes, yeah, a way to improve the podcast, like with A. Yeah, ask more women on the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we've got two booked in, you know, and one who hasn't replied to my message saying, can we do this date? Yeah. So right. that's... 
if you are a woman any women out there get in touch I'm engaged so I'm single purely professional <laughs> no see this is the why the yeah see is this is the problem yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and again we'll work on that we'll do better yeah I've been going on dates though, so we'll, you know, sort that out soon, and then I'll be, and then the female guests will come flooding in, you know. When you have dates, no, like once I'm taken, right? Because they'll be like, he's not a threat. Well, it's the natural thing, isn't it? Of when when you're single, women don't want to talk to you. Oh, right, right, right. And right, then right. when you're in a relationship, they're they're fine with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> you haven't noticed that, have you? Because women don't talk to you at all. You think it might be the lilac dungies? <laughs> Oh, I think it's just my general persona. Yeah, yeah uh, sick. So a, a way to improve the podcast starting with C, um, I think uh, chat more energetically and amicably. Yes, I love that. You know, because I think people like listening to positive conversations between people who are having a good time. <laughs> I think that that's so true. Yeah, and I think what we do a lot of the time is sort of quite acerbically have a go at each other oh my god you're i agree <laughs> yeah but I've, i feel like you're not doing it you're <laughs> yes the way that you're doing it right now is more hurtful i like this <laughs> i don't i don't at all there's something about i think maybe i'm so used to you being on a downward mm. trend mm. that when you are even even <laughs> as a joke <laughs> even as a joke when you're like perky and full of energy i'm like i hate this it's not right. <laughs> you don't know how to stick and move around this. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I think if I if I rang you up one day and was like, how's your day going? And you went, you know what? Brilliant. I would be like, that's <laughs> weird. I would I would hang up immediately. What would you anticipate my answer to that would be? Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's just all getting on top of me, to be honest. I've just got a lot. I've got this thing to do with work. And then I said I'd do this other thing. And I'm actually cat-sitting nine cats <laughs> at the moment. Uh, <laughs> I think that's it, kind of exactly how yeah, you would. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that is the script that I have memorized. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I've actually had to stop the cat sitting because um, I was like, oh, that's the one part of my life that I get joy from. So I'll just sort of like get get rid of that bit first. Yeah, sure. That's the first bit to go, of course. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm chatting more energetically. So. Yeah. That will compensate for that. I think you. I'm not sure if this is more energetic chat as much as it is like quite unhinged. I don't know what this means. <laughs> yeah. See, you're you're just. It's you're, like I'm learning a new language. It is. Yeah. 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 Be patient. Um. All right. Well. I, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's hard to do the alphabet with missing one out, isn't it? Are you on an E? <laughs> um. I am. E to improve the podcast, beginning with E. Efficiently manage our time yeah that one's a bit boring it was a bit boring for the listeners but oh my god for me wouldn't that be so good i feel like we're officially managed no, efficiently we have, we have efficiently managed our time you're right i think that's one of the only things we've got down you i think know? you're kind of to thank for that as well actually you've done a good job of that yeah but i you know i actually as much as i am a bit of a stoner and unreliable boring. next one <laughs> i do care about punctuality yeah punctuality I feel delirious. I know, but I, we, we just started with the whole like chatting amicably, and and within moments you're mocking pronunciation that I didn't even get wrong. 
Punctuality. It's not what I said. <laughs> Play the tape back. Whose voice is that? Punctuality. Maybe with, this could be a character for the podcast. You used to do a good impression of me. I want, I want to be punctual. <laughs> oh, my impression of you. Oh, <laughs> that's dead on so far. That is quite good. Oh, you ought to go. Oh, I'm Andy Field. <laughs> <laughs> you used to have this joke back at uni that you probably won't like me saying on the podcast. Is it? Are you going to do the candy shield joke? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll stop you if you do it wrong. <laughs> Hold on. Can I preface this by saying that I, I started with this joke because I thought I was doing a lot of gigs where the MC was saying my name while everyone was clapping and then again at the end while everyone's clapping and I was doing all of these gigs and no one was learning my name. So right. I thought I made a conscious effort to try and do a joke that had my full name in it. Yeah. You should have made that joke good though. Yeah, that would have that would have helped. That yeah, would have yeah. been sick. Yeah. But what you actually said was, Oh, my name was Andy Field. Which sounds like candy shield. Rhymes with. <laughs> and much like a candy shield, I'm not very good on a fight, but I'm very fun to lick. Oh! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I opened with that for maybe two years. Yeah. I opened with that at the, uh, I don't know if it was the quarterfinal or the semifinal of So You Think You're Funny mm. in Edinburgh. Mm. Uh, I, was, gig. I was very new, yeah. I'd really fluked the first round. Mm. I was so weird and I and not prepared and not good enough. And I think because I was in Brighton, everyone just thought it was on purpose. Mm. Like it was, a, it was a conscious decision to be very strange. Mm. But I was actually trying to be significantly less strange than that. I just didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> but either way, so I get through to the live round in Edinburgh and everyone's everyone's there. Well, the first round was live as well. But either way, I get through to Edinburgh and I died so hard. Yeah. The hardest I've ever died. And I remember Kate Copstick, the yeah, big, the, the reviewer from The Scotsman. Yeah. Big comedy figure, big tastemaker. Yeah. I remember she was big in the audience. Maker. And uh, I did the candy shield joke and I, no one laughed at all, not even a titter. And I, could, I saw, visibly saw Kate Copstick spit her drink back out and I audibly heard her, just to herself, but because there was no laughter, it was so easy to hear. I heard her go, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> and then I overran... I got to like, oh God. I had like a seven minute spot and I had like 30 seconds left and I was like, got to bring this back. But the only bit I could think of to do was this quite long story about how I once accidentally came on my own face. Yeah. So I just did that full story and overran by about three minutes, mm. told a, a story that is only funny if you're on board with me. And if you already see me as a pathetic, wretched figure <laughs> is one of the saddest things you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> And then after the show, I was cornered and like quite aggressively um, criticized and shouted down at by uh, the act who followed me's dad. <laughs> oh my God. Um, who'd come over from Ireland because his son had made it to this round of the thing. And, and to their mind, and probably factually, I'd fucked the room up so hard you that I, I'd like actively spiked his chances as well because he had to follow me. So his like 50 plus muscular Irish dad cornered me and just like dressed me the fuck down. What did he say? Can you remember? Just like, why do you think that you can do this? Why? That's so brutal. Why, like me and my wife and, and, and my daughter, we came over from Ireland to watch our son do this and you go up and do that just before him. It's ridiculous that you're even here. 
Who are you? Why have you done this? Roy Just like, for minutes, for minutes he did that. And I was so numb at the point that I, I just, he just sort of walked off and I went like, well, I'm going to remember that. <laughs> I just, but obviously it didn't affect me. And now that guy's given up and I'm sick at stand up. So maybe you should shout at your own son for being a quitter. <laughs> Die hundreds of times and don't stop. That's how you get there. You fucking prick. <laughs> yeah. It's a fair point. Uh, yeah. But I was absolutely, uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, E do more impressions of Andy is the was that was my yeah, e, yeah 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 that's your E uh, E F G um oh god have we got time for this how about we should we do uh, two more letters each yeah why not all right I'm just gonna do you want to pick me a letter and I'll pick you a letter yeah all right um Q oh you dick <laughs> uh, way we can improve the podcast that McHugh I think we could um quietly jerk each other off. <laughs> just like you would need to crank the headphones up so hard to be able to hear just the occasional like (laughs) (laughs) but otherwise no one knows about it except the people watching the clips so it's just us sort of yeah no we would we would make the clips kind of like (laughs) close-ups you know but yeah, there would be there would be some unexplained noises and facial expressions for sure. But I also think it might bring us closer as a pair. Yeah, it would certainly make chatting amicably, um, I guess, easier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I think also um, it might it might encourage us to be more vulnerable with each other. Yeah, because there comes a certain point where it's like, what are we holding back? You know, foreskin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have to hold mine back. It just it gets. Does yours not get big enough to push it back on its own? Does it still have a turtleneck on? <laughs> That's the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. There's just so much of it. Just a man stood up straight in a bin bag. That's what I'm picturing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just sort of like a giraffe wearing a really loose uh, turtleneck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wearing like a parka. <laughs> <laughs> giraffe in a parka. Have you ever like, um, uh, like smashed up a Stretch Armstrong and then it's all sort of fucked up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you get your dick out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, been there, done that. <laughs> um, all right, that's key. All right, uh, so I want from you a way we can improve the podcast that starts with T. Uh, touch each other's feelings. Okay, I thought you were about to repeat the other one there. Touch each other's feelings. Yeah. yeah. So, like in in this instance, if we were to do this now, how would you approach touching my feelings? I would touch your because, feelings because people have tried harder than you and failed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm about to touch your feelings so good. Please right do. Now. So hard. Um. Uh. And I'm going to do that now. Yeah. <clears throat> What's the key to my heart? <clears throat> A Yale. Yeah, no, that's a type of key. That's very funny. How um, how would you like emotionally get me to connect with you? Because I, ex-girlfriends that may be listening to this would also love love to know. Um, I just want you to know that I think um, you're doing a very good job. Yeah, no, I, I'd like to be complimented, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if that stirs any feeling in me whatsoever. Though. Yeah, I suppose I said it quite coldly, didn't I? And I yeah, didn't really believe it didn't it. feel very sincere. Um, it sort of felt like you were purposely trying to manipulate me into feeling something, which, yeah. if anything, out of spite makes me feel less. Is that gaslighting? Yeah. Um, okay. No, I'll just change it. We won't do touch each other's feelings. I'll just, uh, I'll just touch your, 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 your bumhole. <laughs> I would improve the podcast by touching your bumhole with my 
bumhole. Okay, now that is interesting. So we do ass to ass, hole to hole. You know, <laughs> and that'll be the new name of the podcast. But how do we? Hole. How do but you spell H the W H O L E to H O L E? Yeah, I'm picturing sort of like sister to sister. Do you remember that show on Disney Channel? I believe it's just called Sister Sister. Was it Sister Sister? Never know how much I missed you. Yeah, yeah. Shooting up the family tree. How would you touch your butthole to mine? I I would imagine that one of us would have to go like at a. Do you know what I mean? Because if we went, if we just both stood next to each other and put our butts together, I think our cheeks would touch, oh, and no, which so- might stop the hole. So, I, but I think if one of us was like the, you want a scissor, almost but almost a backward scissors. Yeah, we would need to get the hole to touch the other hole. No, see what I'm imagining something f- far more involved with more infrastructure and right. budget. Yeah, you've seen the film A Clockwork Orange. I have. You remember the scene where uh, Alex is made to watch all the films and his yeah, eyes yeah. are peeled open. Yeah, we've got that, but for our butt cheeks. So our butt cheeks. Are okay, being so we're really wrenching our buttholes open. Yeah. Oh, they are wrenched and. And what's open. to stop one of us? Like pooing directly into the other. <laughs> Trust. Yeah, I guess you know what social taboo. That's what stops us. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's holding us back, though. We could change the podcast game. No one's done that before. Yeah, and I guess there's a sort of new sense of jeopardy to that, in that people would listen and watch, thinking, I don't know, maybe they pooed in each other's buttholes already. Yeah. Maybe they're just passing one poo back and forth like ping pong. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we are, yeah. It's it like is Pong. Pong, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got Hordor in me, <laughs> throwing mine back. <laughs> hey, Poong? You know, um, we got our first comment on TikTok the other day. Oh, right, what did it say? Right, so I've been trying to build up the TikTok. Oh, I think I slagged off that guy. Oh, maybe. Yeah, we've got about 15 followers now. Brilliant. But he said, <laughs> he said um, not everyone needs to have a podcast. That's mate. right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I said, you know, go away or something. Something pretty scathing. I feel like I replied as well. So maybe we both, maybe there's like two replies. Find out what I said. Because I, I, I said, um, agreed. And if you could encourage some other people to cancel their podcast, that would be helpful. Yeah, I said sort of like, oh, not everyone has to be a, like a humorless little beta cuck bitch. But here you are. You know, or something to that effect. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good fun. Um, but, you know, I'll, I'll work on that. Okay, so uh, 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 a way we can... Oh, you've got to give me a letter now, haven't you? I thought we were just going to do two. We've ended. Oh, right, I thought we were doing a couple each. Oh, no, yeah, okay, we can end. Um, what's the highest number you can think of? Oh, um, at the Wait, minute... We'll say it at the same time. Sure. One, two, three. Three. I said mine, yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations. Um, yeah, no, I, I think that, well, well, that's an episode, isn't it? Is it but, but before we stop recording, are you certain? That that's the end of the podcast? Well, just like, is there anything that, you know, when you're on the way home, you're going to think we should, we should, we, you know, that would have been an easy win to just, just do that. You, you're talking about quietly jerking each other off. I hadn't been, but <laughs> now that you mention it, that's directly applicable. Um, <clears throat> we could... Wait. I will. <laughs> I want your best odd couple double act. All right. right so, two people you wouldn't expect to go so you together. So you can have, you can have Deck... 
but you've got to put in with like Paul Chuckle, Deck and Chuckle. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you've got to pitch them. Why would they be good? Oh, but now I'm just trying to think of like cannon and ball type, you know, Puns. hilarious yeah. names. Pin and, um, pin and cushion. Fish and, fish and cushion. That yeah, thing. yeah. Field and Murphy. Um, uh, uh, I'm just going to go off vibes and people I like. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Barrymore. <laughs> <laughs> Respect to the dead, though, of course. Uh, uh, Barrymore, Captain Tom. <laughs> Yeah, Captain Tom really doesn't really have that kind of broadcast experience, traditional or broadcast experience. True, but I also think that had he had more time, he could have grown that skill set. Well, he was 100, if, if, wasn't he? If, yeah, but if Bradley Walsh's son is able to be on telly because of who his dad is, right? Yeah. like Captain Tom is able to be on telly because of how, how uh, slowly he can walk. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go... Um, I'm going to go... Hammond, Alison, and Hammond, Richard. Oh, Hammond and Hammond. Hammond and Hammond. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, and she yeah. carries him around in a papoose. Oh, wouldn't it be good? <laughs> that would be the yeah, best. yeah. They'd yeah. be like, what's the fucking um, Mad Max, like, uh, Master the, the Blaster? Warrior. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like carrying around Hammond on her back. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he's just... crying the whole time because it's against his will. Yeah, yeah. Two men enter. One man is emasculated <laughs> repeatedly on television. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be adorable. Yeah, that would be really good. Hammond and Hammond. God, that's so much better than mine. Mine was just unnecessarily rude. I mean, I mean, I, I, uh, uh, I don't want, I don't like enough TV presenters. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a higher note to end the podcast on. So you know, great yeah. podcast. Any women out there that want to be on the podcast, please get in touch. Um, yeah, and let us know if you're up for the butthole to butthole thing, and we'll we'll rack up a third. Um, uh, what's that called? Uh, like uh, a trident? <laughs> a thing that like uh, opens your butthole, like a speculum. We'll get another speculum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speculums for days. So, yeah, um, look forward to that in future episodes. And thank you, as always, for your custom and your listenage and your support. And uh, we really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks to your listening, actually, guys. Yeah, great podcast. Congratulations. Great listenage. Congratulations. We're going to go touch our buttholes together. Thank you, Krusty, and welcome, children. I am Mr. Black, your head counselor. For the past 15 years, I was president of Euro Krusty Land. Until it blew up. Congratulations!